Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back into the Sports Bar. Glad you're with us and listening along at 95.7 FM, AM 950. The Fan Rochester is in the free-to-download Odyssey app. Our video stream is up at thefanrochester.com. And we're on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. Bill's updates from the NFL owners' meetings with WGR's Sal Capaccio in about 20, 25 minutes or so. First, we welcome in Russell Brown. Draft analyst, fantasy pros. Talk some NFL draft, Russ. I feel like we're a little bit behind. There's been a lot of different storylines that we're following here throughout the, the course of the offseason, but it isn't lost on us that we're less than a month away from the NFL draft. And we wanted to get you on to talk specifically about the Buffalo Bills, the directions they could go, and some of those prospects that are out there. How's the offseason been treating you? There is no offseason when you when you cover the draft, is there, Russ? No, it's uh, we're we're in the busiest part of it all right now. I mean, it's trying to figure out these pro days, figure out who's going where and what coaches and and scouts are are at certain spots, and if they're not at you know an Alabama pro day, are they at the are they at the Kentucky pro day? Where are they? And um, yeah, I mean, not a, not a whole lot of sleep, but uh, it, it's all worth it in the end. So you know, it's pretty crazy. Four weeks from today. Uh, we'll be getting ready for the first round of the, of the 2023 NFL draft. Wow, four weeks. Uh, Russ, appreciate the time today. And we'll get to you know pick 27 and what the Bills, what their options may be here. Uh, but this is a year where you know quarterbacks are going to go. Carolina didn't move all that capital to just take a defensive player. Likely they're taking a quarterback. Houston could take a quarterback at number two. Do we see quarterbacks go 1-2? Do we see quarterbacks go perhaps one, two, three with Arizona getting out of that? Or could perhaps even we see quarterbacks go one, two, three, four. How do you see the top of this draft going, Russ? Certainly there'll be quarterbacks at one and two. I would be a little surprised if we see a quarterback at three. I know it's fun to sit and try to project that the, the Colts or somebody else will get up to three. Uh, but I just don't see that happening. Not saying that the Cardinals aren't interested in trading back. I'm sure every team is interested in that, but it's more of a, a fantasy than a reality. And, and these trades don't always happen. I mean, it's it's hard for them to manifest, and it's hard for both sides to really agree on a type of trade. So I think we'll see QBs at one and two, and, and then potentially we'll see you know a quarterback there at four with the Indianapolis Colts if they don't end up with Lamar Jackson. I, I don't know if that's going to end up being the case. I I know that they've done some research there and they've kind of sniffed around and seen what maybe what it would cost to get Lamar. And I don't know what those terms would be, but uh, certainly for the draft, the quarterback at one and two, and then definitely another one somewhere between three and five. 
Russell Brown, the uh, NFL draft analyst at Fantasy Pros, joining us here in the sports bar. It's Danger and Bataglia on the fan. Russ, when we look at what the Bills have done this offseason through free agency, uh, they've they've gotten some depth, they've added some pieces, but there is still, to me, a, a glaring, obvious spot that needs to be filled, and I would imagine at this point, because most of the free agent options are off the board, that they would actually invest in a linebacker at some point here in the draft. 27 is the spot. Would the Bills still be able to find, if they're able to trade back, would they still be able to find their linebacker of choice in the second round? Or is it the the the, the reality that the Bills could, could despite what most fans want them to do, take a, a linebacker at pick 27? Yeah, I think part of the problem is the mock draft simulators that are all over the internet, which are a lot of fun. And I, I have fun doing them with my son and myself and, and, and doing them on live chats on YouTube and stuff like that. It's always fun being able to do that, but it's not always reality. And, and the thing with Bill's fans is they think, oh, well, we can take, you know, Quentin Johnson at 27 and still land Trenton Simpson in the second round. And reality is that's not going to happen. And I think the big thing is, is they, if they feel like linebacker is the biggest need in the draft, it's the biggest hole for them going into this season and through this Super Bowl window, then linebackers should be the position that they take. And it should not be, you know, frowned upon that it feels like they're reaching potentially for a player. For example, Trenton Simpson out of Clemson. I still think he's the best linebacker in the class. You look at his versatility, his athleticism. He wore a lot of different hats with Clemson's defense. And I think if he goes to Buffalo, he plays a little bit more of a simplified role. Maybe he's not the Mike. Maybe he's just the Will. And that's fine. I think if you bring him into that role, it can lead to success at the next level. And I think the the Bills are an ideal landing spot for him because you pair him with Milano, you put him in that defense with Sean McDermott and and the coaching staff that they have in place there for for the defensive side of the football. And I think it leads to success. So I think it's a great option for them there. Uh, But further on to your question, you know, as you mentioned, trading back potentially, could their guy be fun? They could move back and potentially lose out on Trenton Simpson. But if they do, I think Jack Campbell out of Iowa would be a fine fit there uh, to kind of be a plug-and-play Mike Factor for them. Six foot five, two hundred and forty-nine pounds. You know, he ran a uh, sub four six forty at the combine, and I think his official time was four six five, if I'm not mistaken. And he was somebody that in the three cone drill he ran it in six point seven four seconds, which just goes to show how fluid his hips are for a guy that's six foot five. And when you look at the size of Edmonds, it's almost like one A and one B to Jack Campbell. Not saying he's the same player, but if they move back and they settle for a Jack Campbell on, on the early portion of day two, I think Bills fans should be excited about that. All right, so and I'm glad you brought up Campbell because I, I, I try to think like, all right, who would be the best fit knowing what we know about Sean McDermott and his history mm-hmm. and what, what they're trying to replace? And, and you mentioned Simpson, who we've heard. Campbell feels like a guy that would come right in immediately and, and be somebody that Sean McDermott falls in love with, just feels like that type. But what do we know about these guys in terms of their leadership ability because I mean th- this role is that you're replacing here in in Tremaine Edmonds role is that I mean you're going to be on the field if if you're being invested if a first round pick is being invested I would imagine that they want him on the field week one calling the defense with with the green sticker on the helmet absolutely I, I think that's definitely somebody you know I think that's definitely something that that would they would be interested in in year one and especially year two I, I think both Simpson and Campbell can do those things. I think that they can be the leaders of that defense if needed. 
Um, obviously, you still have Milano, and I would assume he would probably take over part of that for at least this coming year. But beyond that, I mean, Campbell at Iowa was a team captain. He is a leader. He is somebody that that defense, it, it was ran through him. I mean, when you watch the tape and you see him, he's, he's guiding players. He's directing them on where to go, what they need to be aligned in, and it shows. And, and I think that's the same case with Simpson. Also, he's just very respectful. I mean, he's somebody that in the, in the media interviews, he's saying, yes, ma'am, no, sir. Uh, he carries himself well. I think both players fit what Buffalo's looking for on and off the field, in the locker room. I think it would be I would I think it would be great if they were able to get either one of those guys. Russell Brown, NFL draft analyst for Fantasy Pros, our guest here in the sports bar. Uh, the Bills, of course, picking at twenty-seven. Which, Russ, there's this other story that's going out there that uh, we don't know what's true and what's not. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins on the trade block, a lot of uh, chatter that he's connected to Buffalo. He was in Toronto for what it's worth yesterday. I, I just only bring this up because, well, when he was drafted, he was at pick. 27, which kind of is just a reminder that you can certainly find uh, true number one wide receivers uh, toward the end of the first round, if not later. So leading up to the question here, Russ, if it's not linebacker, certainly a lot of Bills fans want a true receiver to complement a Stephon Diggs and perhaps be that future number one. But, uh, you know, some of the top names here we know aren't going to be there at number 27. But who, in your opinion, would be worthy of that pick? Well, if Quentin Johnson is there, I think he'd be a slam dunk for them. Um, I, I think at you know six two two oh seven, the way he moves after the catch, the explosiveness, you know, a forty one inch vertical is is incredible for for the type of player that he is. I, I love what he can do after the catch. My biggest problem with Quentin Johnson, and again, he might not be there. But there's a chance he's there just simply because of some of the flaws that you see on tape. And I think the Bills can live with those flaws because you can, you can run him in different ways. I think the Bills are creative enough offensively that he would fit there. He wouldn't fit for everywhere if he's going to play the prototypical ex-receiver role where he's got to be the alpha because he's not really the alpha. In contested catch situations, he struggles a little bit. He's somebody that doesn't always go up and get it. But at the same time, I think the Bills would be very fortunate to get him if they don't. I think the big question is there's a lot of slot receivers in this draft. What is Khalil Shakir moving forward? Is he going to be the slot receiver? Is he going to be somebody playing outside? If he's not playing in the slot, you know, can you find the guy in the first round? I think he can. Is Zay Flowers going to be there for Boston College? Personally, I don't think he will be. But I am intrigued by Josh Downs out of North Carolina. 5'9", 171, ran a sub 4 540. I think he's somebody that runs some of the best routes of anybody in the draft from his overall pacing within his routes. I think it's very comparable to Stephon Diggs. Now, obviously, he's not the same size as Diggs. He plays the position differently. But the way he runs his routes, I think, are similar uh, to Stephon Diggs. So I think he'd be a great plug-and-play option there in the slot for Josh Allen. And, and I think if you put him with Shakir or Davis and then obviously Diggs, I think it's kind of a home run waiting to happen. Russ, uh, we heard both Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott in the last week mention that I, I say it's a challenge to Josh Allen to kind of refine his game, make it less about the running and more about being a pocket passer and, and making smart decisions and and preserving his long term health uh, without taking as many uh, hits as he's taken over the course of his his career to this point. Which leads me to believe, all right, well, fine, invest in that offensive line, invest in protecting your quarterback. Do you see the Bills doing that in this year's draft? And and tell me a little bit more about Syracuse offensive lineman Matthew Bergeron, who I know uh, may, there may be some interest there. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's really something that I've been talking about, you know, during my time at Cover One and, and the five or six years that I spent there and, and just during Josh's last two seasons, the amount of hits that he takes. I mean, I, I've, I've been somebody that's preached that for a while. They need to protect him. They need to figure out the run game and stop relying on him so much to carry the football and do so much with it. I get it. He's a great player. And he's able to do those things. But, again, his body's only going to hold on for so long. So I think definitely drafting an offensive lineman is in the cards for them because they have to find a guard, potentially a plug-and-play guard, uh, depending on, on how they, they go about it and who they feel is most comfortable there uh, at those guard positions. But ultimately, uh, yeah, Matthew Bergeron would, would potentially be a guy that could be interested in moving into guard. He, he played guard at the Senior Bowl, had some snaps at center, and for a, for a guy that's 6'5", 320 pounds, he's a lot more athletic than he looks, especially with his overall footwork. Really quick, and he's got big hands. He's somebody that can maul guys. He tries to hit snatch trap techniques relatively consistent. And I, I just I like his skill set. I think he can play tackle at the next level. But if they wanted to spend a day-two pick on Matthew Bergeron, I, I think you could really justify that, hey, this is all about protecting Josh Allen and keeping this offense going in the right direction. If they end up not going that route, I would be curious if, you know, maybe in the third or fourth round, if they go after a player I'm really high on in Tyler Steen out of Alabama. He played left tackle. He's got 34-inch arms, but he's somebody that I think could potentially play guard at the next level, but he's got a really strong anchor, and he he just does a great overall job. Uh, as a left tackle at Alabama, really new to the position of former defensive lineman at Vanderbilt before transferring to Alabama. So I, I like him quite a bit as somebody that can anchor. He's probably an alternative if, if they can't get to a draft. Russ, uh, a question for me. It's uh, it, nothing to do with the draft, but I would love to get your perspective on this because we were talking earlier about Lamar Jackson and why the market hasn't moved. And there's a number of reasons here, right? And if we're looking for possible destinations, why not Detroit? I mean, you're, you're, oh, you follow Detroit very closely. <laughs> like, like what wh- what are you hearing there? They can't be really sold on Jared Goff as being a long-term answer. Why wouldn't the Lions be in on this? I mean, they certainly could be. They, they've played a pretty good poker face over the, over the tenure that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have been there. Uh, but, th- I mean, they've, they've kind of come out this week and said that, you know, Goff's our guy, Jared's our guy, and, you know, Lamar's a great player, but he's not for us. And, I mean, if Dan Campbell's saying it, I'd be a little surprised if they ended up going to get Lamar just simply because Dan has been pretty honest through his entire tenure to the media and with things that he's saying. I mean, he, he's never really been one to kind of steer away from the way he feels on a, you know, a specific player or a specific play. And, he's, you know, he's, he's pretty straightforward. So, could they go get him? Absolutely. I would just be a little surprised if they did. Um, I, I like Lamar as a player. I really do. I love, you know, his overall arm, the way he can spin it. I like, I like the mobility within his game. But, you know, the number of games that he's starting to miss over the, the course of his career is a little concerning. And, you know, sure, he was once an MVP, but he's kind of far away from that MVP caliber player that we once saw. It just kind of feels that way. So I'm not sure why the, the market's so quiet on him. I'm sure there's some stuff behind the scenes. I think it's more so him trying to get this huge guaranteed contract. The way he's handling the Baltimore situation isn't great. Uh, and, again, he's coming off the injury. So I'll, I'll, I don't know who's going to end up with him. I, I thought maybe Atlanta. Uh, I keep getting told I'm wrong there. Maybe it's Tampa Bay, ultimately. I mean, they, they've got pick 19. Maybe that's enough to kind of move the needle. 
Ross, uh, you mentioned your time at Cover One, the years that you spent uh, covering the draft for Cover One, and we've grown accustomed to the great work that you do. Tell us a little bit about this new opportunity that you're at there, the draft analyst at Fantasy Pros, and and the work that we can check out, where we can get more of it here leading up to next month's draft. Yeah, it was an incredible run at at Cover One, something I never thought uh, would have lasted as long as it did, and, um, you know, some things kind of went into the works, and after the senior bowl and fantasy pros came calling and I kind of came running, but uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of draft stuff there, just, you know, overall big boards, player rankings, mock drafts, um, a draft stock report that I do every Monday. Uh, it'll essentially be, you know, three or four players that could be going up and down with their stock. Um, I just did one this past week talking about Jalen Carter, Tayshawn Bouti. Um, you know, different players. So if you're into that type of stuff, check it out at fantasypros.com. Uh, there's an NFL draft tab. Just go ahead, click that. You'll find, you know, mock drafts, that article I'm talking about. But yeah, a lot of great stuff coming. And uh, we're still kind of ironing out our details for a live draft show, but we're looking forward to it in a month. All right, Russ, uh, great insight. Really appreciate it. Congratulations uh, on the new position. And uh, let's do this again before the draft. I really appreciate your time today. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Anytime. You got it. There Thanks, he is. Russell. Russell Brown, NFL draft analyst now at fantasypros.com. And I didn't get to ask him. Thor is at fantasy. I mean, like right. two of our favorites, two of our regulars here in the sports when we talk draft, now all I, under one roof. Thor is going to be in with us next week. I'm oh, sorry, sweet. but so, yeah, while you're gone. Well, Thor is one of the only guys that I think could carry the show if I'm gone. Like, Thor can come in here, Gino, and he'll be a good compliment to you. Well, thanks. I mean, a good compliment like, oh, okay, to you. Right, 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 good yeah. compliment to you. Backhanded danger compliments. Love that. I told you. you. You know what? Here's what I'll say. Uh, Thor next week will give you more than what I'm giving you today at 25%. <laughs> Your 25%. My 25% will not equal Thor's effort. All week. right. Jacob DeGrom, first inning, one, two, three. First strikeout, one, two, three. First pitch, 100 miles an hour on the gun. And don't do this to yourself. Turn, all right. Don't don't look at the DeGrom stuff. Just don't do that oh, to yourself. okay. I, I'm sorry. Like... Just doing my job here. I get it. I get it. But, you know, for your Mets fandom and your sanity, just focus on the game that's happening with your team. Don't worry about what your former ace is doing. Worry about what's happening right now in Miami. Quick quick take on Miami. Is not that the biggest waste of money, that stadium? And just, just the take. It's a retractable dome. Never when is it? It's never. You can't. Oh, oh, I've seen it once. They opened up against the Cubs years ago. And I'm like, wow, what is that? Oh, my gosh. That's what the stadium looks like. You can't open it is any other time. Is that the fear with, with a retractable stadium is that if you have the retractable roof, you just never open it? Like, think of the all of the stadiums that have it and then how often they actually have it open. Like the Houston Texans. That was O'Brien's thing. He would never open it. Never open it. Never open it. Cardinals. Never. Never open it. Uh, Falcons, beautiful, beautiful stadium. Love it when that open the retractable roof. Opens. What is even the point of it? Never yeah, open. Yeah, like, I wonder if it's such an expense to open the roof that they just so say, "Don't do it." Don't just, do yeah. it. Lucas Oil in Indianapolis, never open. Never right. Like maybe that's the fear that the Pagulas had in saying, "Hey, let's do a retractable roof." You're, you're building a dome. It's not a retractable roof. The, the open air part of it will never be open. No, cuz we're all like the movie Wally. We're all lazy. We need to be an AC <laughs> yeah. and we'll just be comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Just pipe the the beer and the hot dogs and you just pipe it right into me directly. Uh all right, Sal Capaccio, WGR, joining us next. We'll get Sal's recap 
from the NFL owners meetings in Arizona. Next in the sports bar, Danger and Bataglia on the fan, Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.